Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. Colter, you were out last night, went to an Atmosphere concert. At the, was it the Wilma? Was it the Wilma, Okay, yeah. enjoyable. I know this isn't your first rodeo with Atmosphere. No, it was my fourth time seeing them at the Wilma. Wow. Wow, all at the Wilma. All huh? at the Wilma. Wow. They always come this time of year. Hey. It's always like a February concert, and I always never really remember that they're coming, and then I always end up going. I, I feel like it's always been on a Sunday, too. I understand that, you know, everybody's from wherever they're from, and most of the people in the United States of America are not from rural, cold portions of the country. Right. Uh, interestingly enough, atmosphere is, well, not rural, I guess, St. Paul, Minneapolis, but right. point being, uh, if you want to do a show and get some good turnout, a nice indoor show in winter in the, you know, in any Canadian bordering state, you probably going to have a pretty good show. You know, it seems to me, maybe you don't want to be up there in February, but what do you, would you rather play at the Wilma in February, or would you rather play, you know, at the amphitheater or outside at one of the outside venues in August? Right. No, thank you very much on that. You know what I mean? You give me 95. No. You know, give me just, you know, who cares that it's snow? You're not playing in the snow. Anyway. It was an exceptional good. show last night, as always. Those guys are great. They, uh, I think that the people that know the atmosphere story, they fit so well into Missoula because there's so many independent thinking people in Missoula too. But I mean, atmosphere is truly independent. Mm. They don't have; they've never had a record contract, and that that in itself is crazy. Just I mean, they, keep they, putting out their own music, independently yeah. producing music for 20 years, long time. And yeah, I, they've. I mean, I've, they've sold millions of records, mm-hmm. and they've never done it with you know a Capitol Records or Atlantic Records or anything like that, and. And some people would say that they really probably hinder themselves in, turn of, in terms of how famous they could have become. But I think that people like that, they last longer because they don't ever reach that 
that high level of fame that then inevitably you fall from. And so, I mean, I think that they're an awesome music story. And, I mean, Slug's one of the great MCs, I, I think. I think he's amazing. And I think that Atmosphere is awesome. They put on a great show. It's a lot of fun. Well, it's, uh, it is tr- it, 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 much the trend now when you have all the various platforms in which to put out your own music to a mass audience basically immediately. But this, you know not always the case. I mean, obviously, you know, is the, 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 an engine driven by record companies and, uh, you know, they chose to go on their own path. So good for them. Coulter, can we talk a little hoops? Yes, please. Okay. The Montana Grizzlies end up winning by 15 over Idaho state. Their 19th consecutive win over the Idaho state Bengals. If you're looking for, uh, some numerology on this 78, 63 Saeed Pridget, one assist away from the school's fourth ever triple double, this by and the might, way, and it might actually be the third. So I have been, I've read in the Missoulian forever that there's been three previously, two by Cream Jamar, yes, and one by Delvon Anderson. That was my understanding. But Nick Halsey, sports information at UM, and I, Nick came over to me at the game, and when I was getting close, he said, "Hey, I've seen that you've referenced multiple times that there's been three before." Who's the third? And I said, well, Kareem Jamar had two. He had one against Hawaii, and then he had one in a conference game. And I think it was Tinkles last year. I couldn't remember who. Well, Nick went through all the stats, and he said he couldn't find it. So it might have actually only been the third if Sam Pridgey would have got it. Which, again, when I heard heard that, whether whether there's been two or whether there's been three, remarkable. At how and look, it is, but it's also not just because the college game is so much different. It, it is so much different, and and certainly it's the assists that are the, that's the number that's hard to come by. I mean, right. if you are averaging five assists a game, you're one of the elite passers in the conference. Uh, you know, just broadly speaking, and and maybe there's some some passers who have been so good that you know they've gotten up into double digits a couple of times, but likely you know obviously haven't been there on the on the rebounding side or maybe even on the point side. The, the fact is that Saeed Pridget has been within an assist or a rebound or two yeah. from a triple-double. This is at least the third time, fourth time fourth this time. this season that he's been, I mean, on the brink of it. And it it would be a great, it would be a cool thing, a feather in the cap, because it it is so very rare that it happens. And yet also for him to have been, you know, one a digit away multiple times in a season already is a testament to what he's doing and the versatility with which he does it. And uh, Coach DeCure will speak to that here in a moment. We'll get to that a little bit in passing. He's not even talking about this explicitly. But I'll tell you what, I mean, we've talked about the most versatile player in the Big Sky Conference and that it's not close that he is that. And in terms of the offensive statistics and things like this, I mean, it's 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 remarkable. And yet again, 24-11-9 for Saeed Pridget on Saturday night in uh, what was not even really that close of a game in a 15-point victory for the Grizz. It was a weird game like that because the Grizz never really were up by more than 8 or 10 until very late. Mm-hmm. Even though they shot 63% in the first half, they had 45 points at halftime. Side Pridget was, I mean, I think he contributed on, count them up, I think 22 out of 30 points mm-hmm. to close the first half. I mean, it's seven assists at halftime. Um, you mentioned how that was sort of surprising. I mean, we've watched dozens of triple doubles in the NBA live on TV. We've watched Brian Westbrook average a triple right. double. I think there's a lot of differences, though. First of all, there's so many more possessions in an NBA game. NBA game's obviously longer. Yeah, right. 
But also, it's just it's a lot easier to chase stats in the NBA too. I mean, you really can just get the ball off court, say shoot it, and get an assist. And and I think that the the assists are more liberally kept at the NBA level too, in terms of stat keeping. But regardless, what we're watching with Saeed Bridget, in my opinion, is one of the great flourishing endings to what has been a really solid, but is turning into a spectacular career for the University of Montana. Saeed Pridget's putting together a better senior season than all the guys that he played with the last couple of years. Right, and part of that is because he is essentially the guy. I mean, he it, is. it all runs through him. Let's put it like he that. He is, he is. But to, to handle the pressure that he receives, both exterior pressure that's just in the aura of the sport, as well as the actual defensive pressure he re- receives in a game, he handles it better than anybody that I can remember that mm-hmm. Grizz having. I mean, I was really thinking about this because he moved into seventh alone in school history and scoring now. One of eight guys with 1,500 points. He's got 1,555, I think, 59. More than Wayne Tinkle. I mean, he's getting close to some of the all-time greats. Kevin Cruz, I mean, obviously everybody in the top 10 is an all-time great, but he's getting close to Kevin Criswell and Andrew Strait. Yeah. He's got an outside shot of Michael Ray Richardson. So that itself's cool, but also just to see the way he's evolved. I mean, he truly, you reach, he's going to teach. He has the answer no matter what you do. When teams go one-on-one, he gets buckets. He gets straight buckets. Michael Kozak, he scored 11 straight times on him in one-on-one coverage. Now, and we're not talking getting to the free throw line, up and unders. No, this is straight up getting whatever shots he wants. I mean, he's putting on a clinic when it comes to post moves. Yeah. And then if you double him, he's such an exceptional passer. The other thing that has been so amazing to watch the way he's turned the corner the last six to eight weeks, six to eight games has been when he grabs the rebound and then makes himself the point guard. And he looks like LeBron James light going down and he's the one sparking transition. He becomes the point forward right off the jump. It's amazing. His Euro step in the lane is phenomenal. His covers court, a lot of ground. His with that. court vision is phenomenal. How willing of a passer he is, is phenomenal. To me, he's the MVP of the league by a long shot right now. And even with Jonah Radabaugh having a phenomenal senior year, but I just think that what Bridget does, he, he honestly, the, the amount he has to handle mentally is it's so amazing. It's way more than most of the great players the Grizz have ever had because he's got to do everything. He's the main communicator defensively. He's the main leader on both sides, and he's the main facilitator offensively while also being the leading scorer. It's the, the amount that's on his plate and how he rises to the occasion and, and does it is it's awesome. It's so fun to yeah. watch because, I, I mean, I was telling Sean Rainey, if you've known Saeed like we have the last couple of years, I think that this is one of the most pleasant surprises to the way that a career's ended because he's always been an exceptionally talented individual player. I just didn't know how he was going to be able to handle all the stuff that comes with being this role, the yeah. senior. Yeah. And he's done it better than I think anybody could have ever imagined. He has. And I mean, listen, we we were we wanted to see, obviously, if you have a, a bunch of freshmen playing big minutes, how are they going to play? And to a person in particular uh, with, with Josh Vasquez, and uh, and and JCH, they have they have progressed hugely. I mean, you can see how good they—not that they're going to be, but even that they are right now—in terms of their contributions here and now to this team winning. Well, and Josh Vasquez is absolutely the key to the entire thing because when Pridget goes to the post and he gets doubled, the backside skip pass is what's open. Yeah, teams are not going to allow Kendall Manuel 
to hit, to catch that ball ever. Yeah. They're not going to let Manuel catch it. Right. So it's going to be Timmy Falls and Josh Vasquez that are shooting that shot. Forever teams were laying off Josh Vasquez. Now that he's knocking down that shot, it makes the Grizz unguardable. It's, 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 it's a problem. So that group, their progression, obviously what Jared Samuelson has brought to the mix, the the year the, the, the year two step that Mac Anderson has taken, and obviously Kendall Manuel really, you know, asserting himself, especially on that offensive end. Uh, It's the whole group, but he is certainly the straw that serves the drink, uh, that being a side prison. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do, so I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber-secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. It's Tutel Nuwana's 102.9 ESPN Radio. Uh, we'll hear a little bit from Travis DeCure. Uh, there's a couple questions in here, but the first question is about the 50-40. You know, one, one good metric that Coach DeCure references from time to time is games where the Grizzlies go over 50% from the floor and hold their opponents to under 40% from the floor. So you have that disparity in both directions. Grizzlies 55 plus percent in this game from the field and held uh, uh, Idaho State to just 39%. This is the second game in a row that they've done it. Granted, you know, as we were saying without Jarek Harding, but nonetheless, it doesn't happen often where you're 10% or 15% better than your opponent in these two in, in the field goal percentage game. Just ask Coach why his team has been able to pull that off here recently. Offensive execution has, has been great. Um, playing through Saeed has been huge because he's a willing passer that can score. Teams have been loading up two guys on him, so we just go ahead and throw the ball in there anyway and then play out of that. Um, and then guys are making wide open shots. Uh, the defensive end, I, I think the focus that we put in a week ago uh, has carried over these last few games, and uh, we hope it continues. But anytime that you can hold a team under 40% from the floor, you're probably going to shoot pretty well because you're in transition so much. When teams double Saeed, the skip pass to the corners seems to be the, the pass that's open. That seems to be Vasquez most often. Now that he's making shots, how tough does that make you guys to guard? Huge, because we've got other, you know, the better defenders are on the other guys. Right. And Jared in the paint, Saeed's got post players, guards on him, and then Kendall is a tough cover. And so Josh and Timmy, they get left open quite a bit. And their ability to, to, to make wide open shots has been huge. And see, this is where Coach DeCure mentions exactly what you said, but his ability to score the ball, but being a scorer who's a willing and a capable passer. And, and you know, to, you talked about sort of carrying the load. To me, it's, it's, it's just about, I mean, he's just a great basketball player. You know who, you know who Saeed Pridget, 
I don't know that he reminds me of this guy, but the closest guy I can think of in, for Grizzlies would be Kareem Jamar because Kareem Jamar was like 6'5". But he, and so he's a big guy, but he still played primarily on the perimeter, but he could go down and score at the hole as well. But it not as a post player, the way that Saeed Pridget does it. And and if you look at, you know, even the last couple of years' teams with all that talent on those, every single one of those guys, we talk about positionless basketball, all those guys had positions that were definitive. You right. know where Jamarico is going to be. You know Ahmad Rory's bringing the ball up the court, you know, and that, and that you know, Michael Ogine is the two, and that Bobby's going to sit there and look for the open shot. And all that's like, all those roles were defined, but they were also defined positionally. Whereas to your point, you get, a LeBron James light in terms of the ability to do it all in both directions, pretty much guard any position and his ball handling, his ball handling is great, but just his instincts of basketball, of where to go, of where to be, of who's going to be where, and then so, and therefore be able to facilitate. I mean, that to me is what's so underrated when you talk about point guards that, you know, you see the handle, you see the shot, but, do you appreciate, are they good at manipulating the floor, so to speak? And Saeed Pridget, he's not the point guard, but when he runs the point guard, he's great at that to me. And so, and, and he does it from from the block, too. Like, when he gets it, he gets doubled. It's not just knowing, oh, here's where the second came from. I'm going to kick it out here. He, he'll hold that thing and wait for guys to move and expect them to slide and skip past it, like you said, up top. So, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that he does that that uh, really makes things easy on his teammates, and he's been just fantastic. Who's better, him or Kareem Jabbar? I mean, he's more versatile. Which you know? is crazy because Kareem was a very ver- yes, versatile was. player. I mean, I, I don't know that I've seen a – I mean, how can you do more than everything? Totally. And the thing – oftentimes we have exceptionally talented players at this level, especially like Kareem Jamar was. Every once in a while, they'll give you what you what you know they can. They'll they will go twenty eight eight and eight, but so often their versatility they scratch the surface, but they don't give it all to you all the time. Side Pridget is giving the Grizz. I mean, he's playing as well as you can play. That's a huge difference. Yeah, I, I always look at this picture when we're talking about the Grizz because it has all these great players, including Side Pridget on it. But it's a picture of the championship team from a couple of years ago and. Jamar Coe, Michael Ogine, Maude Rory, Bobby Moorhead. Side Pridget is going out with a way bigger flair than any of those guys mm-hmm. did. And they, they went to this a tournament, but they all said to share with each other, and it's a distinctly different dynamic. But Pridget's giving you everything you want every time out, mm-hmm. and that's an amazing thing to watch. It's been a long time since there's a Grizz that has been this consistently good, night in, night out, especially at home. Speaking of night in, night out, uh, you asked Coach Takir and, uh, and Saeed both basically the same question, which is, why at this point in the season, Colton, you talked before last week about, you know, teams that start to go, okay, we're out of it, sort of lose a reason to play every single night and they have games where they're just not any good. But even teams at this point of the season, it's a bit of a grind. You're 14, 15 games into a year. You're trying to push through to the finish. And a lot of teams, I mean, we saw with Eastern Washington, who's a very good team and yet went out and got absolutely smoked and lost a bad game to Idaho. It happens to even seemingly the best of teams, but it doesn't really happen to Montana where they go out and they just lay a stinker. Uh, and and always, like you've pointed out, the effort is there. And so the question to Travis Secure is why is it that your team every single night has, even at this point in the season, found a way to play hard? Uh, 
think the prize is close. And when it's in reach, uh, you find a little more incentive to play through pain, play through adversity, uh, stick together. And they've done a good job. I think the biggest thing, though, is our chemistry. Mentioning the chemistry, I think, is absolutely huge. You know, the chemistry is something that you can't really... You can't fake it, you know what I mean? It's it's there or it's not, and there's things you can do to try and build it, but to get it and to have it uh, is uh, it's not in the control of the coach. It's not just about drawing up the right play. It's about getting guys together and having them meld, and it's up to the players, and, and that's why you need great leaders and, and, and uh, underclassmen who buy in and all that stuff to make it work, and uh, clearly that is working for this Grizzly team. Saeed Pridget asked basically the same question about being able to play hard night in and night out, not just him, but the team in general. Why? I feel like we have something to prove. A lot of people underestimate us because we're very young. I know, like I said before in, in past interviews, our freshmen that came from very good programs where they were very good, so they have something to prove themselves, letting people know like they might have got, they might have wanted to get recruited higher, so I feel like just, a lot of us have a chip on our shoulder. So there you go. You got one that's uh, some team chemistry, also getting close to the end, you see, and you got Saeed Pridget who says, hey, some of us are playing with a chip on our shoulder. Some of us think that, uh, you know, maybe overlooked in some places of the country, in, in California, in Washington, whatever the case may be. And so we are playing uh, very, very hard night in and night out because we want to prove something, and I think that's, uh, you know, pretty remarkable. So there you go. The Grizzlies win 78-63. Uh, to 63, uh, And... Uh, uh, you know, cup. This is this is going to be obviously a big week here going into Montana State uh, with the Bobcats. They also sweep the weekend. They go eight and six uh, on the weekend or uh, on their schedule. Excuse me, so far to this point, and so they are now in fourth place alone in the Big Sky Conference. So it's going to be a big matchup from a conference standpoint beyond just the state of Montana on Saturday. Looking forward to that. Sutel Nuanas, one hundred two nine ESPN Radio. Take a break. On the other side, Montana State. What did they do? Beating Weber State, swept them for the first time since 2005. Where does that put them? Fourth in the conference. Can they hold on to it? You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. Coulter, Montana State. Got a 77-63 win over Weber State, and it was a game that Jarek Harding did play, although he was not... His normal Jarek Harding self, he played 33 minutes, had 16 points in this game. It was actually Cody John who led the scoring for Weber State with 18. Uh, Cam Davis also had 10, so they all contributed. But nonetheless, Montana State got it done. Jabril Bellow, 23 points. Montana State, the defensive adjustment was what really carried the day. The Bobcats fought in the first half, but then at halftime they switched into the 1-3-1 defense. And this 1-3-1 that they run is fascinating because I think on one hand, 
it really gives them a really unique look, especially when they play. They alternate Devin Kirby and Drew Bill Bello in the middle spot, and but also for whatever reason, some teams, namely Montana, when they played Montana State in Missoula, yeah, shredded the zone, yeah, shot it to pieces. Other teams have just completely not been able to do anything. I mean, two of twenty-two in the second half. Two of twenty-two from three. Yeah, my brother was at the game, sitting courtside, taking photos for Skyline Sports, and he said that Weber executed their zone offense against the one-three-one pretty much perfectly. Yeah, and Ray Ray said that after the game. He said we had the plan. We knew they were going to run it. We executed everything, and we got wide open shots, and we just didn't make them. And so you wonder now how Weber State manages the rest of this season. You have five games left. You have nine conference losses. And Jerry Carding is nowhere close to 100%. And mm-hmm. if you're going to have a chance to make any noise in the tournament, which, by the way, you and I have both been wrong about something that we've been saying. No. The tournament, we forget, reformatted last year with the departure of North Dakota from the league. So it's not the top four teams that get by. It's the top five. Top five. Mm-hmm. So that changes a lot of things because getting to that fifth spot where everybody seems to be hovering, whether it's Northern Arizona, Southern Utah, Montana State, Portland State, and if Weber could put it together, Weber State, it's different than the fourth spot. It's going to take one or two less wins, which makes it more realistic for one or two more teams. We just wonder what Weber's going to do down the stretch. But the Cats, I was hard on the Cats last week, certainly. I thought that they had not looked good their last couple times out. I thought they looked horrible against Eastern Washington and Cheney. Well, because they did. They did. I mean, they. I mean, they shot twenty-two percent. Right. To watch a shooting team shoot that poorly is just gross to watch. But I'll give this team credit a ton of credit. We talk about wanting to be playing still at this time of year or not, and a lot of teams not. And I think we saw that in some of the results the inconsistencies of results in the league this last weekend, both Thursday and Saturday. Montana State absolutely wants to play right now, and they absolutely want to play with each other. And some people might say it's a little bit overblown or corny, but they celebrate like they won the freaking national championship after games, and they've been doing a great job of putting that yeah. on social media, and I'm not usually into that kind of stuff, but there's a there's an authenticity to it. You can tell these guys really love Danny Sprinkle. And I also think that, let's be frank, the reason I've been hard on Montana State is I just really don't think they have that much talent. And yet they're alone in fourth place. I think they know that too. I think that's why they're celebrating so hard because they really do know that they're getting by. I mean, they have some guys that can play, certainly, and they have one of the best players in the league, no doubt, in Harold Frey. But they're they're one of the only teams in the league that's playing above their head right now. And I would say that the only, I'd say Northern Colorado's playing exactly where you'd expect them to be, especially with a great senior leader like Jonah Radabaugh. I'd say Montana's exceeded expectations this year, but they have a championship culture. If they win the league this year, it'll be their fourth regular season title in six seasons under Travis DeCure. And Montana State is the team that's playing far above their head. I mean, imagine if Portland State gave the effort that Montana State gives night in and night out. Yeah, Portland State, when they do, they smack the Grizz. But other times, then, like they blow a 17-point lead to Eastern Washington like they did on Saturday. Or they go get blown out by Southern Utah. So it's a... It's going to be interesting to see which teams maintain their level of engagement down the stretch here. But but I think we don't have to worry in that element about Montana State. I think that now 
here they are. And then this is a huge week for them because they got to go on the road at Portland State before hosting the Grizz. And it's going to be a tough turnaround. But if they could get that Portland State game, that would be huge in the standings because Portland State's one of the teams that's nipping at their heels. So putting them another game back, earning the split, and getting some momentum going in the Cat-Grizz game could be big for Montana State. Yeah, it's going to be a huge, huge week for Montana State. And, I mean, it didn't set up. This is the exact same scenario that the Grizzlies had when the Montana State game was in Missoula. They had to go on the road on the Thursday to Portland State. Now Montana State's got to do the same thing. Is Montana State, do you know, are they going to fly or bus? Fly. Okay. So, I mean, that's better uh, to, to, to do that, obviously. But, uh, you know, it, the, Montana now has a full week uh, to sit here and prepare for Montana State, maybe get themselves ready a little bit. Uh, anybody watching the game saw, you know, Timmy Falls went down in that game. We got no idea what the injury is, if there even is an injury as such, and the, the extent to which that would be. But obviously less time or less games that there are to play, uh, the better as you prepare for Montana State in a week. And Montana State, they did what they needed to do absolutely this weekend, Coulter. I mean, we talked about, we even spoke with with Danny Sprinkle, head coach of Montana State last week, and asked him, how big is this weekend, speaking about Idaho State and Weber State that was forthcoming at that time, given the fact that what you have after that is at Portland State and then Montana in Bozeman the next week. And at that time, you're 6-6. Six and six. This is a teams that they swept on the road. Idaho State is a game that you have to win, just period. Doesn't matter where, when, you got to beat Idaho State if, you know, to 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 stay even basically with the pack because that's what's happening right now. I think they've lost 10 in a row now, Idaho State, nine or 10 in a row. Montana State did it. And then, even with a fully, you know, at least fully participatory, 100% health wise Weber State team with Jarek Harding. They won, and they won handily. I mean, they won the thing by a point and sort of squeaked out, maybe stole a victory in Ogden. They didn't steal anything on Saturday in Bozeman. They handled their business against Weber State, and, and Weber State you know, took it on the chin going through the state of Montana this time around, and I'm sure uh, that puts their season in a different light because we thought this was a team heading into this weekend culture that might be coming for some teams. They were 6-7, and seven, you know, obviously a half game behind Montana State at that time. They go into their 6-9, and nine and they're, they're – all done but the shouting when it comes to trying to hunt down, uh, you know, a buy or something like that. They need to probably recircle, you know, figure out what they want to do and and just try and get as healthy as they can for tournament time. So congratulations to Montana State for doing that. And now, like you said, this Portland State game is just monstrous, right, for, for the Bobcats because, first of all, Portland State's a pretty good team. And – it's a team that Montana State already lost to. I think, wasn't it a two-point game in Bozeman? Uh, one point Was game. it a one-point game? Yeah, Harold Frey scored with 12 seconds to go, and then Boo Boo Wood scored with two seconds to go, and that's how the game ended, a one-point uh, thriller. So this is going to be a great game, and then I have to turn around and and, uh, and play the Grizzlies. One good thing, I think, if you're Montana State is this. I mean, you would you always say, hey, we got to put everything we can into you know the Thursday game and then just do what we can, turn around and play the Saturday game. When it is your rival, though, when it's Montana, Montana State, when it's Cat Grizz on the other side of that thing, getting up for and having the energy to play on the Saturday, even though you're traveling and got to travel all the way back, and even though Montana has, you know, is going to have had the week off coming into that game, that should be there for you, right? I mean, the 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 legs ultimately I don't think are you know should be any excuse not that anybody would make one but I think that it actually benefits you if you have a tough travel if you have to play when the other team doesn't that you're playing a team that you know you're going to get up for anyway so you could put everything into the Portland State game and should 
to try and win that thing because you got to feel like the 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 fuel the fuselage is going to fill fill up faster getting ready for that game on Saturday night. Definitely, and I mean it's go time right now. Every single one of these games means a ton. Montana State plays more teams that are around them in the standings than anybody else in the league down the stretch. The Grizz are actually the one team that they're going to play here these last five games that aren't necessarily really around them because they are, what, four games back of the Grizz? But then they still have to play Portland State, who's a game behind Montana State. They still have to play Southern Utah and NAU, which are both right there in the middle, and Northern Colorado. So it's still a tough remaining schedule for the Cats, to be sure. Yeah, it, it is, no doubt. But they're where they are now, and that's, uh, you know, that's good. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do, so I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber-secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. It's time for a prep extra segment. The children of America, they're going to be greatly benefited by the Farmer's State Bank. Farmer's State Bank giving away $10,000 scholarships to uh, seniors around western Montana this year. Go to FarmersEBank.com to find out more. To date, they've given over $1.2 million in scholarships to graduating seniors going to college. This is an unbelievable deal. That's a significant sum of money for for your college tuition and and so forth. Go to FarmersEBank. It's good till uh, uh, the 15th of next month, I believe, is when this runs through. So you got uh, time is starting to close up, less than a month to go get this done. Coulter, our prep extra segment today, we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the state wrestling tournament that happened over the course of the weekend. Last year, there were three kids in the state. Who had who were all four time state champions from their freshman through their senior year. That then brought the total to thirty five in the history of the state of Montana, which is remarkable. The three kids did it in the same year. I know there was more this year. Who were they? Leif Schroeder, <coughs> excuse me, Leif Schroeder uh, became the thirty sixth. Uh, he is a one hundred thirty eight pound wrestler for Bozeman High, first four time champion in Bozeman High, which Bozeman has a great. Uh, wrestling wow. program. Nate Lazovich has been the head coach over there for a really long time. He's a uh, son of, of Mark Lazovich. He used to own the Mo Club here in town. Some Zula ties there. I believe Schroeder is an outstanding, outstanding wrestler. He is going to the University of Iowa. He's one of the great wrestling prospects the state's produced in recent years. I mean, Iowa's big time, man. Iowa's top 20 program. And so to be going to Iowa. At least. I mean, at least. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're awesome. They're in the mix every year. So, um, the other interesting part about the four-timers is 
you look at these other guys who did it, and you see that they moved up in weight each year. And right. Mo- so last year, by the way, just to give everybody kind of the history of this, Jackson Courier of Colstrip uh, went from 120 as a freshman to 138 as a junior and senior. Martin Wilkie uh, from Haver. 120 as a freshman to 145 as a senior. And then Michael Weber of Forsyth went from 126 to 152. All three of those guys, straight state champions all four years. Remarkable that he had three in one year. But like you said, going from 120 to 145, 126 to 152, it's called growth. And Schroeder was more, he, he wrestled in a couple of weight divisions, but yep. not four, just yeah. two. So that, I think that's worth noting. The double A team race was a really exciting one. Uh, Thomas Walkup, who's a all state offensive lineman for the Bozeman High's state championship football yes. team, I actually thought that after watching this Bozeman in the semifinals against Missoula Central as well as Butte in the state championship, I thought Walkup was borderline borderline Division One. I. I thought he was. Uh, if I was the Cats or the Grizz, I would have taken a chance on him as a. Is walk-off. that because Walkup? As a walk-on, walks his DB back. <laughs> no. It's not a DB. It's a dad joke, though. He, Defensive uh, end, DE. He, had a lot of ma- he has a lot of mass, and he's a, he was the defending heavyweight champion at the Class AA level. But he got upset in the state title match, mm. and that upset also then gave Great Falls High the team championship. So you have the wow. last match of the meet between the big the heavyweights, boys. Yep. And... Uh, Walkup gets upset and Great Falls High wins the team championship. So I think it was a thrilling double A meet. A, a couple other notes. Sydney. <laughs> it's so funny, some of the programs in Montana in various sports. It's like, oh, Huntley Project won state B in volleyball again. Of course they did. They've right. won like 12 out of the last 15. Bozeman High won cross country. It's just a shoe in. Some of these programs are just so dominant. Yeah. But Class A wrestling, that's Sydney. Sydney won, and they sent eight wrestlers to the finals. Eight to the finals. Wow. Finished with 340 team points, shattering the previous record of 310. Third consecutive state crown for the Eagles and 11th in a 34-year tenure under Coach Guy Melby. He said after the meet, he said, we have 15 guys finishing the top four, which is just unbelievable. And then to have eight kids go to the finals, that stuff just doesn't happen. This is something I'll never forget, I'll tell you that. And that's coming from a guy who's done this for nearly four decades. So pretty impressive there. And then in Class BC, Glasgow Scotties, 13th team state championship. That's, uh, I think, the most in the history of all classes, uh, wrestling uh, team titles. They finished ahead of a Huntley Project, and Huntley Project got a state championship from Journey Grimsrud, who is coming to play defensive line here at Montana. Right. Grimsrud earned it, but also got a little bit of a... He got a little good fortune. Trey Yates is the best wrestler in the state, period. Weight class? Eh, Leif Schroeder is the best wrestler in the period, in the state. Pound, pound for pound. pound. Trey Yates is the best heavyweight, and he's among the best wrestlers in the state, period. He's a two-time defending state champion, at heavyweight, but he got bounced in the semifinals. And so he ended up wrestling back and got third, but Grimsler didn't have taken mm. on Yates. That would have been a classic uh, match. Epic, right? You got Cat versus Grizz. You got a kid going for a three-peat. And then, of course, you also have just the family ties, too, because Trey Yates is the younger brother of Tucker Yates, who, depending on which side of the rivalry you're on, 
famously or infamously punched the ball out on the goal line in the Cat Grizz game yep. in 2018. So that would have been an awesome match to watch. But it's like I always say on the show, man, if I was one of these college football coaches, I would be sitting down there at that meet, and I would just be recruiting the hell out of the <laughs> yes. 205 and 285 divisions. If if you can if you are making a podium in Montana, you are so tough, and if yeah. you already have that size, man, sign them up. You can turn that kid into something. I can almost guarantee it. One other uh, kid that we want to point out here, going to the basketball side. Now, Harlem beat Poplar in a game. It was uh, senior night. It was the last game of the regular season uh, for Harlem. 101-53. So they, they pounded Poplar in this game. And now, I'm going to apologize in advance. I'm going to do my best here. But Brad, Cichosi, Cichos? No idea. So somewhere in there. C-I-C-H-O-S-Z, okay? Finished the regular season. Are you ready with this? 68 points he scored on Saturday, Coulter. He just broke the all-time scoring mark all class. Okay? 65 points was the previous record held by Shane LaRash of Reen Point and Wally Doney. Both of them uh, had that at at different times. Uh, 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 Doney of of Pine Hills. Those were before 1988. So we've been, uh, you know, 35 years, 33 years, whatever it is, since the last time that somebody set the All-State scoring record. And here, I'll just call him Brad because we're friends. 68 points in a game. By the way, did it basically in three quarters. Had 66 points through three quarters in this basketball game. How? And then sat, you know, for basically all the fourth quarter. Got one more bucket in there. I mean, it's not even, I mean, it's incomprehensible. That- he scored 66 points in 24 minutes. That's right. I mean, go- I would be jaw dropped if a team did that. 68 points. So anyway, congratulations to him. Phenomenal individual effort. And then, you know, going for a buck one in your, in the, you know, in the game for Harlem in general, uh, pretty good. Congratulations there. There you go. That is our prep extra segment. It is brought to us by the Farmer state bank, Farmer state bank, giving away 10, $10,000 scholarships to high school seniors this year. Go to farmersebank.com to find out more. Two quick notes to wrap yes. up this prep extra. Oh, thanks yes. to Farmer State Bank. Gabe Longin, Great Falls High safety. He's walking on the grist. That was news that came out yesterday out of the Electric City. Okay. And courtesy of David, Iowa, not a perennial top 20. They are, in fact, number one in the country there right now go. in wrestling. There you go. Well, I would say that's a perennial and top Lee 20. Schroeder is, uh, <laughs> is going there. So good for him. Absolutely. Uh, outstanding. Hour one in the books. Hour two, straight ahead, Eastern Washington faculty has put out a report calling for a significant reduction, if not outright cutting, of athletics at the school. Are they right about this? We'll discuss next. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not.
Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 